गाइस वेलकम टू हिंदू मुस्लिम हाय हाय प्रेजेंटेड बाय गदर रेडियो दिस इज प्रेरणा एंड दिस इज मिराज एंड वी आर बैक एट इट अगेन ये वन मोर एपिसोड एवरी टाइम आफ्टर एडिटिंग आई एम लाइक कितना सारा काम Yes, if you want to start a podcast, it is not easy. Is what we have learned. And I am also a noob at editing, so it's not like I am a expert. expert. So yeah, I am also learning. Okay, wait. Process. Before this episode becomes about how to make a podcast, I do want to tell our listeners that we are changing the format slightly. The three segments that we had before in each episode, we are basically going to split them up. and which will be released every week starting with the first sunday of every month so we would have a common theme that ties all the three episodes of the month together this month we have farmers protest and let us know what you think about it on social media in joint effort we are going to talk about all the diasporic organizations and the updates that happened last month in culture kush we have the movie peepli life and in puff puff talk we have three filmmakers with us uh, rajasik taraftar shrishti agrawal and bedo pratap pain or bedo as we call him talking about their new documentary called deja vu uh, which basically ties american farm laws and what's happening in india currently so should we should we get into the a recap or sort of rundown of farmers protests and what's happened so far it was when the farm bills were made public correct and this so was like even before yeah everything came to delhi there were already protests going on in right. punjab and haryana i mean so i mean obviously this was three laws that were passed very uh, sneakily by the government during covid and then in november the farmers finally marched to delhi and uh, they were blocked by the delhi police and we sort of saw images of all singu border tikri border all of these places where the farmers are basically camped out since november till now delhi police is famous the infamy of delhi police <laughs> became more international during the ca protests right. the way delhi police behaved and right. they didn't behave any different with the farmers the police behaved with them it was like there is an attack on delhi is <laughs> an attack on india. yeah it's like that was the oh whole oh my god look at this khalistani climbing the red fort and planting this khalistani flag oh god it was just crazy and then obviously we saw like the metal barricades and nails and all of this stuff that's happening near the borders of delhi right mm-hmm. things are like what delhi is a different country at i mean it became together. a war zone techn- like almost it like is. a war zone yeah, right yeah it it became a war zone without being an emergency it was an emergency um yeah. and all this while covid is happening covid is still a thing and farmers protest is still a thing for like <laughs> this whole uh since 2020 and then obviously the laborers also joined this fight we don't want to explain the laws too much in detail because i don't think we are economists but we will try our best to just tell you what what it means you know as lay people how we see that yeah there is a vox documentary that we'll link here and it's more from the international angle first bill is called farmers produce trade and commerce act 
there's an existing mandi system where farmers go and it's a wholesale market where they sell produce and you bid and you have a minimum support price which is regulated by the government but they are trying to um, make a market where they're saying oh there will be no you know middlemen and we will have an exist and we'll have a parallel market where the farmer can go directly to the buyer um, so the catch is that that parallel thing will be completely deregulated there is no government interference correct. in that so big private players can do whatever they want right and then uh, i mean so eventually the mandi system will become defunct because like initially obviously the corporations will try to get as many farmers and small people small farmers that they can to them the mandi system will collapse into itself because there will be no supporting uh, business happening at right. the mandi right so the second is called the farmers agreement on price assurance and farmer farm services act which basically creates a framework for contract farming farming is very much dependent on climate so mm-hmm. there's a lot of uncertainty and if any dispute happens for example if i am a big company and you are a farmer and I'm like okay grow this many potatoes this should be the quality i said your quality is not good i'm not taking that potato anymore so where will you go the farmer is left with nowhere to go but to sell them at whatever price they want as per this law farmers don't even have the recourse to go to the court so yes. that is the kind of a contract that a farmer will be stuck in i know that's that's so sad like it was already so bad yeah moving on the the third one is the essential commodities amendment act and this will remove limits on the stocking of essential commodities like you know wheat or rice medicines and medicines also and so what will again happen is that you know suppliers who can actually store and stock all of this will stock and hoard all the essential commodities it will harm all of us the consumers yeah this is where the listeners who are not farmers and who think that okay so how is that affecting me should pay attention because once the hoarding starts the right. price is totally under the control of big holders ultimately there'll be three or four big monopolized players in farming and the consumer prices will rise of course and then so just to give you guys statistics that before this even happened from 95 to 2015 there were 296000 farmer suicides and these are the ones that are reported 50% of the farmers are already under poverty line and they are de- you know indebted So I can't even imagine what's actually going on with the actual figures. It is important to understand that what is happening now is not something that came just out of thin air. Right. The okay. previous governments were like, "Oh, let's let us sneakily do scams." And this government right. is, "F you. We are going to pass these laws and all our corporations will be happy." Maybe we need to make an item number with P sign and statistics. <laughs> <laughs> like Yeah then maybe general public will be like oh okay. or maybe like make should, like, like this some... you know tiktok viral challenges like uh, survive yeah. like a farmer for a day <laughs> i don't know <laughs> the joke is just too dark <laughs> to be honest. i know sorry i i don't, know I, I don't we... mean to offend anyone like, <laughs> somebody like sainath has been talking about this and public attention is so so much not on this It's so sad. The media mm. is such a distraction. It's not giving you news. I wish it would go back to Doordarshan where you have one monotone news anchor talk for an hour and gives you all the highlights and that's it. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. I don't need to know about Deepika ne ye aaj ye khaya or have a bullshit. It's going. This thing has to get somehow on TikTok and those cheesy videos to get <laughs> public attention i don't I, know maybe I we mean, need some kind of yeah, a just, 
creative genius to do that. Oh, yeah, should we should we should do something. Four hundred people died because they were protesting for their right. Imagine this. Yeah. There are people who are out there asking that government talk to them. They have a legitimate concern about something that is directly affecting them, and four hundred people just die. As a very famous uh, American politician once said. Corporations are people, my friend. So we are benefiting the corporations. Like I, I, th- I guess Modi is taking it from his handbook and being like, corporations are also people, my friend. Like extended family. <laughs> so what? Where is the agriculture industry headed? Like with all of this craziness. Deregulation happens, and there is a very well established trajectory from deregulation to privatization. Right. So agriculture will become more and more privatized. Right. We spoke about that. It is, yeah, we spoke about that. And we don't really have to look too far away for that. There are already precedents in the mm-hmm. world where deregulation has led to privatization, price rise. And the worst part is that when price rise happen, you will see that, okay, well, price rise happened, the farmer will earn more. No. Farmer income goes down. Consumer prices goes up. There is a extra money there. Where does it go? To the private industry. Yeah. That has monopolized yeah, farming. Ba- yeah. Uh, ag- agriculture Basically, industry. Basically, Ambani and Adani will fight over like the biggest uh, apartment complex that they can build or something. Yeah. So this is our not so bright farmers report that we have. Uh, we can move on to our next section, which is joint effort, which we'll talk about the updates in the diasporic groups and what has happened in the context of India. Miraj, you want to start with the BAPS temple issue? Oh yeah, I I challenge you. Can you can you say this name? It's Bochas- wait wait wait. Bochasan Vasi, Bochasan Vasi, Akshar Purushottam, yes. Swami Narayan Sanstha. That's Babs Sanstha. guys. Yeah, you want to tell? It's a it's a tongue twister. There. <laughs> it took me a lot of practice to say Bochasan. Bochasan Vasi, like and then we googled it, and it's just yeah. basically someone from Bochasan. Okay, so BAPS is a self-proclaimed socio-spiritual Hindu organization and it has very close ties with PM Modi and BJP. We'll put the link, so don't come after accusing us that you are lying and propaganda. <laughs> so there are reports on this. Yeah, every every time you say something like that, then there is a troll army yeah. coming after you. So this organization or Sanstha has been building very expansive temples. Oh, all you over should the see world. the one in near LA in Chino Hills. It's humongous. There is one. Oh, I, yeah. I didn't know that. I, I know that because my friends visited and she said the food is really good. But I'm I'm like... Okay. I mean, for food, I can go. <laughs> okay, no, but let's talk about what actually happened. Because I don't know if you want to go for food. Maybe they're canceled now. <laughs> oh yeah, it could be. So what happened? <laughs> so what happened is that there were laborers that were brought from mm-hmm. India, mostly violating Dalits. the U.S. labor laws, mostly mm-hmm. Dalits, violating the U.S. labor laws for minimum mm-hmm. wages, and they were made to work for a, a huge mandir which is being built in Robbinsville, mm-hmm. New Jersey, and they were kept there in a, a captive situation. Their passports were taken, and away. even the money. Yeah, it's something like you hear this. That this kind of thing happened when somebody goes to UAE, for yeah. example. Yeah. They are like a sheikh takes the passport yeah. and then you are stuck there and you you, you are like a bonded So they were, they were taught by these BAPS agents to tell immigration and customs that they were coming to work as volunteers and not for wages. 
So they were brought on R1 visa. So R1 visas are for people who come to US volunteering for religious oh, work. Oh, okay, I see. Okay. Yeah. So you are not expected to pay right. them because it's such, volunteering. You know. So if you are coming, on, yeah, it's a volunteering. So they. So yeah, then, they were paid what? They were paid four fifty a month, which is one point two dollars an hour, which is obviously not minimum yeah. wage in the US. So then came a lawyer called Swati Savant, and uh, she learned about this. And she organized them in secret because they were not even, even if they were allowed to go outside for a walk, it, they were not they were not allowed to go yes. free, roam roam freely. So the lawsuit is now filed by six Dalit workers on behalf of themselves and two hundred other Indian workers. Yeah, and you can imagine with the kind of contact that the organization has. Yeah. Like it's brave of of her to to go. Yeah, after because them. they'll go after her, dude. Like I'm just Swati Savant. We yeah. salute you and hope. Let us know if you need anything. Yeah, we are we are super. <laughs> we have lots of money from our tweets and shit. Like, remember we spoke about the tweets in the first episode or something. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we have been also paid by um, Rihanna. Rihanna, Khalistan. Oh no, we paid Rihanna. Sorry, no, that sorry. yeah. <laughs> Get your story right, Miraj. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, as it okay, stands bye, bye. now, 90 workers have been removed from the construction site and the temple is closed. CNN, New York Times, all of these places have reported it. So the next one is the TRIPS waiver press conference that was held by groups such as uh, Amnesty International, Humanism Project in Australia. It was basically so that we can get fair access to uh, COVID vaccines, which are right now being blocked by developed nations citing intellectual property rights. I hate intellectual property rights. No, what? I totally support. Shut up. I'm <laughs> Wait, you're a scientific researcher. Okay. I mean, yes. I get it. No, so the way intellectual property rights is being used, what happens is that the intellectual property rights then become the corporate right. On oh, I see what property you mean. That has been funded by the... Yeah, the I work in two low-budget films money. to not like be happy about intellectual property rights. <laughs> There is a huge amount of public money that has gone into right. this. People giving taxes to their government's government, putting that money for research. All of this by using intellectual property right, you can limit the sharing of this mm-hmm. knowledge to public in general of other mm-hmm. countries. Now, this intellectual property right is being used by, it has always been used by corporations right. to okay, make Okay, we're digressing now into intellectual property rights. Uh, but... <laughs> But basically, TRIPS is trade-related aspects of intellectual property rights, and it is an international treaty that regulates IP. So, in India being uh, so badly a, hit, a developing yeah. country, <laughs> With- is badly hit because of the unavailability of the vaccine. Mm-hmm. So, part of the reason is that the technology transfer cannot happen because there are intellectual mm-hmm. property rights mm-hmm. violations in that, and the companies that produce these vaccines cannot let this knowledge to go to another country because then violating they they can't sell that yeah then they can't sell their product in that market because that market will make it for cheaper so 12 countries have been blocking this and that is like most of north america i mean basically us and canada and eastern european countries and all of these places that have already got uh 40 of their population vaccinated and Australia is also one yeah. of the countries and that's where our, you know, humanism project and these Australian groups come in. So they organized a fifth signature campaign, collected 50,000 signatures mm-hmm. and presented it to the Department of Foreign mm-hmm. Affairs ahead of the World Trade Organization's TRIPS right. Council meet that was happening in okay. Australia. So it, it's a it's a huge, it's a huge deal. Uh, 
so as of june yeah. 14th the european parliament has passed a resolution that they will support negotiations for a temporary waiver of you know these ip laws but this is just a resolution nothing has really happened so far in that regard yeah and it's just a temporary waiver it's uh, it's a global crisis for temporarily just suspend that so that that knowledge can be shared by the whole humanity yes definitely so we have um the next update is what is happening in lakshwadeep yeah this lakshwadeep issue just came out of nowhere suddenly it was all over the news lakshwadeep is something somewhere in the corner i also didn't know much about lakshwadeep before i started researching for this one so lakshwadeep is a group of 36 islands it is off the coast of kerala and only 10 of those islands are inhabited and it became a union territory in 1956 Uh, when the state of kerala was constituted it's this very small demographic 65000 mm-hmm. i can't imagine like part of india is just populated by 65000 we always talk yeah we always talk in millions of people uh but i mean the demography is basically muslims form 96% and uh, scheduled tribes form 94.8% of those and so that means it's mostly minor- minorities which need protection yes so what is happening there so because it's a union territory mm-hmm. it is served by a lok sabha mp so it it doesn't have like a state right. government right. like a union right. territory and it is mainly dominated by congress and ncp and in addition to the ut administration which administers the whole union territory there are two panchayat councils which are for the local administration yeah so it's a local grass panchayats are you know grass they are smaller organizations right. that are formed by locals uh, for governance and local administration yeah so here comes prafull k patel uh, administrator appointed by the modi government of course and that is when things start going south right he started infringing on the land rights of the local population their cultural fabric food preferences how the election was happening so electoral discrimination and indiscriminate power to authorities against civil society something like uapa UAPA right where the police can take into custody so the cultural fabric what we're talking about is like they're banning uh, beef again like most of the country that was the BJP BJP's agenda and then obviously because the population is mostly muslim and you know, they're just trying to show their power show that oh you know what this is a hindu nation we are going to ban beef the panchayat regulation also they are like trying to if you have more than two children you cannot become a member of the panchayat and then they are also bringing liquor with liquor it was the dry state there's no liquor not really dry because it was allowed to liquor was allowed to be served on uninhabited so island so basic yeah yeah so for the tourists right. but where the island is not inhabited right. you know like why locals and, you mean that the island is where the locals are there there's no liquor right yes and then it's so dumb and this anti social activities law which is whatever anti gunda regulation they can arrest you to prevent a crime so it's like that minority report pre cogs again like oh i think that there is going to be a crime and i can predict it somehow because you're a, because bjps have those precogs or something it's so stupid imagine modi ji have precogs uh, okay okay yeah. so if he has precogs this is amit shah yogi and one more third person third arm would be what modi himself and they'll all three like go bang together like a trinity <laughs> <laughs> so all muslims are criminal by default because they are ha huh, so 
mainline india nobody in india knows what the fuck is going on in lakshadweep so let's open ha, it open, up open everything it's, up it's all let let be yeah. let it be reliance fucking everywhere to the moon and back i don't know seriously if you think about it it's like british government working on behalf of east india hmm. company so first the british government comes and then uh, colonizes india and then after british government has properly colonized india it is ready to give it give the power over to the east india company then british government backs off and the east india company bye becomes bye, the government like okay handle shit <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so it's amazing like we are being colonized from inside that's an amazing uh, thing happening in india yeah i mean it feels like that for a lot of the world but it's well on i mean Anyway, we should go get back to our episode first segment which was joint effort and thank you for tuning in. Next Sunday in Culture Kush we will talk about the movie People Live. Follow us on our social media the gather t h e underscore g h a d a r and please talk to your friends and family about the podcast. It is very helpful. We really like when we get comments. And also we are on YouTube so that we have more trolls now. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Bye.